Ladies and gents, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Basement Friday presents its favorite dream team. But first, I am Mr. Suave City himself. <laughs> it's your boy Aaron from the city, and no, your eyes are not deceiving you. We are back for another episode of Basement Friday podcast. I know, I know, each and every week you're waiting, you're waiting, but the wait is over. We're here. Each and every Friday, you get to check out your favorite co-hosts and just listen to the greatness we have for you. But what we're going to do is we're going to get into our five-minute rants and what's we going on on your side? Mr. Producer! <laughs> Mr. P- Mr. Producer! <laughs> no! No! Look where y'all keep shooting this man at. Every time this man is always too No! No! Mr. Producer. <laughs> nah, man, but you know, today's five minute rants for me. <sighs> That's crazy. It's literally only been like a week. Actually, America's been a week. Actually, it ain't been a week. It's only been like three, four days. I already got ghosted. Uh oh. That's crazy. <laughs> you, you, you gotta share the story. You gotta share the story. <laughs> Ah oh, man, I don't think I want to share this story, but I'll share it. Girl, I'll what do you do? Look at everybody, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Ah uh, man, you know, it was a uh, it, was, it was a girl at the at my aunt's job. You know, uh-huh. it, it was it was kind of one of those situations where we all we was going back and forth. It was you know how she doing, or she was always like, how how am I doing stuff like that. So one day I just said, you know what? Screw it. I told my aunt, give, give her my number, and I'm and I'll take it from here. I didn't talk to her for one day, and she just straight up go. Everything was just cool, casual. After Thanksgiving, ghosted. I said, uh, oh, like, give me your number, and I call. I call. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how does one ghost that fast? Was this over Thanksgiving, and after she got the food, she just dipped? I don't, bro. I don't even know. I honestly don't know. Like, I, I got ghosted quick. That's that joke was quick. I said, Jesus. Well, like the song say, like, on to the next, on, on, on to the next, <laughs> on to the next. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man, shout out, man. We got anthems for everything. Oh man. <sighs> but that's my five minute rest, other than Mr. Producer. Hey, look, man. Uh, Why you wild with that, Mr. Producer? Hey, look, you know, I, I get sent uh, places courtesy of Basement Friday. You know, the checks roll in and I get sent to places. Uh, shout out to Expedia. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. He said a keyword. It's kind of hurting my feelings right now. He said crazy checks and Basement Friday. Where is my check? Look, Basement you're Friday. you're not used to your benefits. You should have read the contract. I read the contract. <laughs> I said, they got my check at home. Wait a minute. Well, I'm being robbed. You know what? I'm walking over here. <laughs> I'm leaving. Hey, hey, look, man. You got to discuss it with the producer. We ain't going to talk when we go off the Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I think you ripping me off. My check don't look as good as that. I'm on veteran NBA minimum check. He looks like he on LeBron status. <laughs> like, what the hell, man? Hey, look, before you get into the fight with producer, we got another fight to talk about. 
I know you've seen that fight uh, that happened I'll, last night. Everybody I, was talking about Tyson. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Look, let's talk about the one before it. Nate Robinson, Jake Paul. I don't want to talk about it. Nate. Let's let's talk about it. Let's discuss. Let's discuss. I'm gonna let you go first. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you talk to the people first. Cause Lord knows I paid my dudes to be controversial. So I'm gonna let you go first. Ladies and gentlemen, the black community, we have another man falling in the boxing ring. The first time it happened. It was our own Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. Isn't it ironic the name Tyson is involved because on the car where another Tyson is involved, we had another black man fall. And his name is Nate Robinson. Nate, 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 Nate. Going against YouTuber Jake Paul. Now I watched this fight. I said, Nate, you go on there. You got to get it done. You got to make the people proud. You got to make the NBA proud. You're an NBA legend. You got to make it happen. So I watched the fight. Nate roughing them up, throwing them shots. And I was like, okay, Nate, you're doing your thing. You're doing your thing, Nate. He was roughing. He was going too fast. I said, slow down, Nate, before you get hit. And then all of a sudden, Jake Paul stepped back and he started reading them. And then he get that one hit. Knocked him to the ground. I said, oh, no. And then that's when he got another hit. Stumbled Nate. But the third time, the third time he Pacquiao Nate and he was on the ground. I, I don't know what to tell you. Nate, we are 0-2 when it comes to boxing. 0-2. You want me to speak on it? You want me to speak on it? Go ahead, say your piece. Oh, God. Two things. Two things, America. Hold on for a second. Help me understand something. Matter of fact, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want the world to understand something. Two things. The internet, after the, the internet, after that fight, y'all undefeated. Because Lord <laughs> knows y'all with them, them Nate Robinson memes. Hilarious. I'm talking about, I see different jokes left to right, bro. Right. Jesus Christ. And another thing, I hate to say it. I never want to say it. Cause the same, the same thing, the same thing for Conor McGregor is the same thing I will say, I will say about Nate Robinson. Stick to what you know best. <laughs> okay, Nate. Nate, you are NBA, you are an NBA vet. My man Aaron gave you legend. I wouldn't give you a legend title. I would give you an <laughs> NBA vet. You've been around the NBA for a long time, slam dunk champion, all these good things. Boxing just ain't your skill set. Nope. You got your ass knocked out. Just like just like Friday with Smokey, you got knocked out. God, like, God, it was hard Nate. to watch, man. I was like, Nate, Nate. Like, <laughs> I get it. Like, now, granted, it, granted, this fight was for charity. It was a charity fight. It wasn't really meant. But Nate, charity or not, you got your ass knocked out. Like, I put it like this, Nate. When it's a charity fight, you're supposed to at least go to a decision. You know right. what I mean? Get the people like, okay, it's a good fight. It's a good fight. Your ass got knocked out. 
Yo, that's quick. That's quick. Look, look, let's tell the people there's a difference between getting beat up and getting knocked out. If you get beat up, that's cool. You know, it happens in fights. But if you get knocked out, oh, man. Like, <laughs> like I can see, I can see Nate, you know what I mean? He might hit you with like a, he might hit you with a good hook. You might have stumbled a little bit. Then everybody's like, oh, oh, Nate, oh, oh, oh. They're like, oh, this white boy is whooping his ass. But the fact that your ass took an L on the mat in a charity fight. I mean, right. God damn, Nate, in a charity fight? I mean, let's be honest, you know, when, when it comes to this boxing thing, Jake Paul, he's been doing boxing for a while. Nate Robinson, he just he's just coming off the street. So look at that technique. Nate had no technique. He was just going in. And basically, this is what happens when you have an amateur and someone who's better than an amateur. I'm not calling Jake Paul a professional, but who was better than an amateur and does training. That's what happened. Eventually, looking at how the fight went, Jake Paul... Read his opponent. He read Nate. Nate kept rushing him. Eventually, he got dealt with. Snoop said it. Like, yo, slow down. As soon as Snoop said it, boom. Nate hit the mat, went to sleep. Get him a pillow because it's night-night. I used to box a little bit back in the day. I used to uh, box a little bit. I'm sure that uh-oh. I could have gave Jake Paul a little bit more work than Nate Robinson did. I'm be straight over. I could. I probably would have took that down to a decision. Right, you you Nate, at least have to. That's what I'm saying, like, mate, come on, come on. Well, go ahead, brother, go. You know what wouldn't have been bad? If they went to the last round and he got knocked out, that wouldn't have been bad. Because he went, he almost went to a decision, and then, like, that happened. It would be like, okay, yeah, you did get knocked out, but you almost made it to the end. Ah, right, you, you, you got knocked out in the last round. It's bad, but it ain't that goddamn bad. yeah. But, <laughs> the way you, the way Nick went out, you just like, he's like, that's a god. He's like, god damn thing. You be like, god damn. Yeah. Oh man, oh man. Boy, I, I guess his boxing career, I guess his boxing career is just gonna be like his NBA career. It just didn't last too long. <laughs> How to fifty olds outlast you, Nate? That's a good question, man. They went to distance. Roy Jones Jr., Tyson, they went to distance. And see, the difference between, and when you even look at the Tyson and, and Roy Jones fight, Roy Jones hasn't probably been training since he retired. He's been doing a lot of commentary. Mike Tyson lives in the ring. Like, Mike Tyson is like 53, still training like he's about to get a heavyweight title, a title shot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Mike. Like, granted, granted, you don't ever stop doing what you love to do. You know what I mean? Like, Mike is a boxer. Yeah. He's never going to stop boxing. That's basically like like Michael Jordan. I don't care how much business stuff he do. He probably can still get out there with his players and still, and still hoop. But at the end of the day, Ty- at 53 years old, I wouldn't even fight Mike Tyson. Hell no. Yeah, he I said that. Mike Tyson would probably break my jaw. At, at 53 years old, you would think, like, I mean, Mike probably lost a little bit of power. Mike lives in the gym. Mike, boy, Mike, Mike is Mike. Voice is not intimidating. You come on, guys. You know me. You know, face and fight. You know, I give you Roy Jones, but when you get in that ring with him, you be like, yeah. "I'm out of here. I'm out of here." Hey, you seen what? What you seen? What happened to Slim in the Hangover when they stole his tiger? Yeah, he got that clean. He took that clean shot to the jaw. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> I've been the same, it's been the same lights out for me though. But I mean, I'm glad it was for a good cause. It was definitely for a good cause. And you know, I'm all happy for it. But Nate, you take the biggest L with a night play. Y'all. Right. <laughs> man, man, you can't live this down. That we we got one more month to go. In 2020, you decided to go out like this. Come on, Nate. That's what I Come on, man. A pandemic and all. Don't end 2020 like it's your ass. Pandemic, your <laughs> it's already yeah. been a rough year. You you just made it even rougher, man. Well, at least you gave us December's highlight of the... You gave us a highlight going into December so far. Yeah. You know, we don't know what's going to happen in December, but hey, you know, PS5 <laughs> may, go, may go back and restart, but at least we can look back and say, hey, y'all remember that charity fight with Nate Robinson? He got <laughs> Right. Jesus Christ. Oh man, you 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 got paid, but you know, you know, ah, yeah. I hope the money was worth it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so what we gonna do? We gonna get to our first topic of the day, and we are going to talk about arranged marriages, not just arranged marriages, arranged relationships in general. So I came up with this because I saw people who talked about arranged marriages like overseas they have a lot of them and they don't really have them in america they more refer to them as shotgun weddings which sounds pretty american to me so this question i want to ask you and to the people listening do you trust family and friends to arrange a partner for you Mm, that's a good question that's a good question. Um, in a black household, no. <laughs> no. In a black household, nah, nah, nah. I mean, when it comes to like, when it comes to like relationships, and you know everything is arranged, it it tends to it tends to flop. I'm gonna be straight. It tends to flop because. And and I've even got experience like not even and even like relationships where somebody when somebody trying to like push somebody on you trying to like hook you up like yeah you should date you should date my daughter you should do this it it becomes too much work because at the end of the day it turns into a it don't turn into a us it don't turn into a a, a us relationship it's turned to a we relationship meaning <laughs> meaning the mom the grandmother the aunt the sit your sister, everybody's now involved in a relationship and it makes things more comp it just makes things more complicated. So when you have like an arranged wedding, or you know what I'm saying, like when you have just when you have arranged like relationships and stuff like that, and when like everybody and their mother's involved, oh you know, this is like my daughter-in-law and stuff like that. And you should take her here. Like when when you reach that point of relationship where your mother and stuff like that, like you should take them in. You should take them in. I should take them wherever I feel like it. Mind your business. <laughs> First of all, mind your business. That's when things tend to get a little bit complicated. You know what I'm saying? That's when things tend to be like, all right. It it, it seems like the relationship turns into a this is a this is an everyday job now because now you living up to somebody else's expectations. You're not just you're right. not in, you're not in a relationship for each other. No, you living up to each other's expectations. Or even if even if it's for the girl or vice versa for my ladies, 
you know, if now if if their if their like aunts or their parents hook y'all up, now their parents all like you they, their parents shouldn't be calling you. Their parents shouldn't be calling you about everything. I just I I just got this good spot that you should take my daughter to. I just I I, I you looking like what? Like, can you can you imagine? Can you imagine? And, and this for you and for all the people. Can you imagine? Uh, you you trying to date somebody and their parents and in laws and aunts and uncles they plan all the dates. Yeah, that's weird. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? That's that is hard work. That that's how I've seen that plenty of times. But you know, I'm gonna let you get your take on it because Lord have mercy. I just think it's interesting how it happens in uh, Eastern cultures and some cultures south of the border. They have people live their lives and because they're in, you know, joint communities or they're in royal families, which they do it, they just say, hey, you're not dating anybody else. I got somebody for you to date here. Y'all going to be with each other. Both families going to be happy. And they used to do it you know, to keep a lineage together, or they used to do it uh, for uh, political reasons. But arranged marriages, aside from all that stuff, when it comes to ordinary people, I don't trust, you know, family, friends do that. Because at the end of the day, they don't know what you like. You know, they don't know what you like. And I remember a situation to where, like, the mother of this girl suggested to my mother that we should date, but I knew the girl and the girl was annoying. Like <laughs> I was so annoyed by her every time I seen her. So I'm just like, you really think it's going to happen, huh? <laughs> really think it's going to happen? Cause it's not, <laughs> it's not going to happen. So you sit up there trying your power to make this happen. My mom let me know. She was like, Hey, uh, this lady said that her daughter, uh, you and this daughter should date. And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Because here's the thing, like when it comes to arranged marriages, like some people are with it as long as they get to see them. Because if you just, if you never met somebody and they'd be like, oh, we got somebody for you to date. Let me see that picture first. <laughs> first of all, let me Please. see the picture. I'm going to need to do some digging. Because I'm not just dating any and everybody. You got to do more digging than, you know, you you do yourself. So arranged marriages ain't going to work. I don't know how they do it, but it ain't for us over here. See, when you look at, when you look at, when you look at like a lot of, a lot of families from overseas, you know, third world countries and all that good stuff. Even if you look at like white people, like, like, like certain white folks as well. Most of them do it wealth. You yeah. Know, money is always involved too, especially when you look at, especially when you look like, uh, you look at families overseas, like in, like a lot of Indian culture, family, stuff like that. They marry, they they want two wealthy families to marry so they can keep bringing the wealth in. Yeah. You know, oh, oh, I, your son is going to marry my daughter or my, or my daughter is going to marry your son. However they want to spend it around is because these are two wealthy families Basically, now you got two wealthy families putting their wealth together with a marriage, and and it's like it's gonna keep going for generations and generations. Like 
you're like, you know, what I mean, this son's going this this child's gonna date this child and this child's gonna, you know, and they 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 do that because it keeps it keeps the wealth like, oh, this is such and such a, of the royal family, and you know, what I mean, like he's part of he's the queen of England's son, and she's the daughter of of Peru. I don't know, you know, what I mean, I don't, I ain't been a third world. <laughs> I barely been on PG County, but you know what I'm saying? Like they, they try to keep it wealth. You know what I mean? They try to definitely keep like wealth coming into the family. They, that's how they try to create that general wealth, that generational wealth. Keep the keep it going, keep it going. You know what I mean? Cause they got money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Looking at, you know, looking at the new owners of the job, they they Indian, but they got money. So I mean they they know what they're doing, apparently. But I want to ask. I want to ask you this question. What? Not to I'm cut just, you off, but if there was pressure from your family to marry, would you stand your ground so that you can marry somebody else that you really was interested in, opposed to who they wanted you to be with? First of all, at this time, in this in this day and age, and in, in the age I'm at now, I don't crack under pressure. <laughs> I'm gonna do what I, I'm gonna do what I need to do. I ain't worried about what they what they want me to do. I'm gonna do what I want to do. Like you found if you found it first of all, first of all, I look at it like this too. Sometimes when somebody don't don't quote me on this, don't quote me on this, America. Because I know a lot of people are like, oh, funky, why you say that? If you find somebody for me, and then if, if you if you and you know most of the time most of the time they got a bomb ass sales pitch for them, they be like. Oh, you know what I mean? And they, you know, they're a, you know, there's a beautiful girl. She's very smart. I'm like, all right, cut the chit chat. What's really wrong with her? Because, <laughs> like, if you if you selling me if you selling me this this just good girl all across the board, what the hell is wrong with her? Why she want to be? Why would she? Why she want to be with a Joe Snow like myself? Why she want to be an average Joe like myself? You know, a normal a normal brother like myself. But yeah, she got. You know, oh, she got morals and shit. I'm like, what's really wrong with her? Like, all this stuff you're selling me is all good and dandy, but what's really wrong with her? It, I, it, it can't, it can't be, it can't be. She can't be that perfect. No. Yeah. Hell no. Hell no. What the hell is wrong with her? That's how I look at it. I, I tell you this, like, it's been a situation where my sister set me up because she was like, "Yeah, it's this girl that like you," and I was like, "This is 06, maybe." Oh, this girl like you. And I was like, okay, cool. So I was like, all right, let me see her. And I was, she was describing her and stuff like that. I was like, she sound cute. All right, let me, let me, let me check her out. We went to this party and it was the girl looked nothing like she described. I look at my sister, I was like, wow, you really set me up on this one. The girl was waving, she was smiling, she was all shy. And I was like, dang, I ain't gonna hurt baby girl feelings, but. I, I'm gonna have to let her know. No, no, no. I'm gonna have to let her know. Like, I got like I didn't get catfish. Like, I don't know what the word is for it. I got wingman fished or wing woman fished. I man got floundered. <laughs> floundered. <laughs> that's that's what you're gonna call it. Getting floundered. I got floundered. Floundered. But yeah, like the situation where I asked you, I was like, nah, man, I'm a date who I want to date. I'm gonna be with who I want to be with. My family got a problem with it. Hey, look, you gotta take that up with yourself because who I want to be with is who I'm gonna be with at the end of the day. And see, 
sometimes things feel more better. It feels more organic when you do things by yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? And I know sometimes, you know, you certain certain people you can't get close to. So you might ask for a little bit of help. Cause I've been in that situation before. You'd be like, well, I don't know her personally. So I mean, like just put a good word. If I've been in that kind of boat, I've been in that situation before. However, that don't always turn out the greatest way ever because right. you know what I mean, you don't know, you don't know what they're saying about you when you're not around. Like they in their in their eyes, they may seem like they they oh I'm 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 selling good to them and then you 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 look at it, you just be like damn you ain't you ain't you did more you did more good you did more bad than good now this person really think I'm like an asshole for real for real because they like like ugh he really think like that have you ever uh, been in a situation where somebody undersold you yeah you know <laughs> what I'm saying yeah so I'm like really it's like really. And even like even like the person like actions. The person mm-hmm. actions, they be like, you're not helping. You like you're not you're not helping. You're, you're making things worse. You're not helping. Like, eh, like sabotage. It, it's like go over that way, man. It's like go yeah, go over that way. Man. <laughs> I damn. <laughs> like, but now my cousin said something, he said something uh very wise that, that to me, I look at it that way too, because he said, "You don't do you don't do things like that because that's and that what I just said was like you never know what they're saying about you. Yeah, you can be you can be asking them to speak good about you, but they trash you the whole time. You know, man. Because some people, and I, I'm I'm gonna say it like this, y'all gonna learn it from me. That friend that that friend that always want to hook you up with somebody, those be the main ones that want you to stay single. For some reason, I don't know what it is." Could be a hidden agenda. Could be a could be a motive behind it. I have no clue. But they want they want they want you to stay in that box because maybe maybe it could be it could be a situation where oh if they see if they see like you you're with somebody and they're not with somebody or if you're with somebody and they're with somebody but this person right here now is taking all 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 their all your time from them. Now they feel the type of way. Y'all know how that go, you know, because some people, some some people don't want to give up their spot, whether it's just a friend, whether it's whether it's a best friend, whether it's just a friend. Some people don't want to relinquish their spot. So if if you got like a a, a best friend and now so you in a relationship, they are gonna look at it just like you. Best friend becomes number two now, you know, man. And it's nothing personal most of the time. It's just. This is like you're still gonna be my friend, but this this is this is this is what I'm focusing on now. You get what I'm saying? I know some people probably like, oh, you don't put your friend over there. So it's not saying I'm putting them. It's it's you gotta learn how you gotta learn how to balance it out. But at the same time, you gotta still learn how to take a back seat. Yeah. You know, I learned that over years for a lot of things when people when when friends get in relationships. You know, or like, you know, I mean, something like that. You gotta learn how to take a back seat. I, me personally, and before I give it back to my man Aaron, nobody has to tell me to take a back seat. I take a back seat willingly. You know, what I mean, I don't. You don't gotta be like, all right, well, you know, you know, like if I got if I got female friends, like, well, you know, he is my boyfriend. I'm like, no, I'm like, nah. Soon as you tell me relationship, skirt, I'm in the back of the line, just like, I'm here. 
Hey man, this this man all backseat action. I I don't blame you because it's like you shouldn't have to tell somebody like, "Hey, this is my relationship." I I personally think that if someone is fighting that, where it's like, "Oh no, I should be number one," there's yeah. there's something there, you know, that needs to be talked about, that needs to be discussed because it's common standard that if someone gets in a relationship, the relationship being put first doesn't mean you're valued any less it just means that when it comes to priority i gotta make sure my relationship is successful but that doesn't mean i'm negating you i'm kicking you out it means i'm gonna have time for you but majority of my time is going to be my partner and if you have a problem with that i don't know maybe some feelings i don't know but yeah that's basically it you know you you definitely gotta have that discussion but arranged marriages are just like a no-no. Arranged relationships are just a no-no. Uh, that's basically what I have to say about that. Not flying over here. Mm-mm. Here, take it from us. Hell no. You want something done? Do it yourself. Do it yourself. That, that's the message. That's the takeaway. If you want to get in a relationship, do it yourself. <laughs> I put it like this. If, you, if you're going to get some help, just get some help. Just get some help getting your foot in the door and take yeah, over from yeah. there. You know right. what I mean? Just be like, a recommendation. just kind of like just because again, if 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 you, if you don't get a chance to see them, just get them to get them to introduce you, and then you take over from there. And if you crash and burn or you succeed, that's gonna be on you. Put it like that. <laughs> yeah, because there's people who meet people through mutual friends, which they put a work in, they put a word in. That's the situation that's good because there's a lot of relationships that happen from that, but. When you mm-hmm. in a range setup, nah, yeah. that's bad too. Because just like you said, they could undersell you, they could oversell you, they can make you sound like a million bucks, and then this person expect you to do this, that, and the third, and you're like, I, I can't do any of that. I mean, I'm, you you didn't put me under the bus. <laughs> I'm an average dude. I, I I don't know what why they told you that. You know, I I drive a 2015 Dodge. It's not a charger. It's, it gives me to work back and forth. Ain't nothing special about it. Right. I, I just know if you if you're ever put in that situation, just tell the person, look, I don't know what this person said, but I'm gonna let you find out for yourself what kind of person I am. Right. That's what you could tell. Me. All right. So what we're gonna do, we're gonna move into our next topic and we're gonna talk about YouTube cu- YouTube couples. Rate, comment, subscribe. Lord. Ever since YouTube has uh been around lately there's been a rise in youtube couples uh what they have they have pranks they have reveals they have all this stuff going on with them basically so what's your opinion on youtube couples period like what's your take on them don't don't hurt me for saying this when i see youtube (laughs) couples on when i see youtube couples i only think of one thing money Money. Money. Reason why I say that because YouTube YouTube is a big platform. You know, man. It's a big, it's a big social media, you know, a platform. So when you're making like relationship vlogs and reveals and little vacations, it you're you're putting you're inviting everybody into your daily lives. And you know, this is for a lot of people that's not in a relationship. This is where a lot of people, a lot of people 
a lot of people, um, they they dream and vision what, what you have because they're like, oh, y'all such the perfect couple and blah, blah, blah. And, oh, y'all such couple goals. And now y'all, now y'all making millions and y'all get the check, y'all Instagram and all these things. Everything just blow up because y'all are a YouTube couple. However, I've been seeing a lot of YouTube couples recently. You know, I, I, I'm on YouTube a lot because I do a lot of business for the podcast. I do a lot of business for myself. I see a lot of YouTube couples. <laughs> Look at my face. <laughs> I, they get in a little sticky situation because, you know, it's a little bit of cheating and a little bit of it's, it's a little bit cheating and deceiving. So this is why I always say for me, when it comes to YouTube couples, and I'm going to toss in my mask right quick, you got to learn to keep it, you got to learn to keep it pure, even with all the, the subscribers, all the fame, all the money that, one, because you already know once you get a certain amount of, you get a certain amount and you get verified on YouTube, the money come in. That's when things start to really change. But if you are going to be a YouTube couple, you got to learn how to, to, to take take the fame out of it and keep it pure. And, and one thing, and, and especially when I say money, what, when my man came back to me is, couple, like, again, couple or not, temptation is going to be everywhere. And, of course, money is always the root of all evil. And I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to kick it to my man Aaron right quick. Yeah. Uh, the reason why... YouTube couples are so successful. It's the same way all of these get rich gurus on YouTube are so successful. They play on people's emotions. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to YouTube couples, they play on mostly women's emotions because that's their target demographic. They're playing on their emotions because they give them that uh, belief, that hope, that feeling that, hey, you can have this too. And it's not to say they can't, but you're giving them an image of this lifestyle, which is not real. I mean, the projection of it isn't real, but the relationship part of it, you know, may be real. You can be actual couples. Some people aren't really couples. They just get together for views, you know, to exchange followers or subscribers, what they call them on YouTube. So the thing about the thing that I noticed personally, I'm I'm sure you noticed this too, and everybody's watching, is I've noticed personally in my relationships and relationships I've seen that when they see other couples that aren't YouTube but celebrity couples, the the girl in a relationship always wants to be like someone else. She always wants to be like Jay Z and Beyonce. She always wants to be like this YouTube couple. She always wants to be like uh, Oprah and her husband or whatever successful uh, couples out there. And for me, I look at that and I frown upon it because I'm like, I don't want to be what like anybody else. I'm the one who sets the standard. I'm not a follower. I'm a trendsetter. I'm the one who takes the lead. So I'm the one who sets an example of what I want my relationship to be. And if people want to emulate that, that's fine. I have no problem. But I don't want to be like anyone else but myself. And that's what a lot of women who see these uh, YouTube couples and girls who watch it, they fall prey to. They get so emotional about seeing YouTube covers taken, 
take a trip to Tahiti and getting these gifts and all these kissy kissy stuff. It's it's basically a ploy on your heartstrings. That's what it is. That's why so many people watch these couples. That's why so many people love them. But what you were saying was the drama that comes with it. And that's what also gets the views. That's what also gets people attention because nothing brings attention like a little drama. And people love drama when they watch YouTube couples. And I've seen people talk about YouTube couples. All day. I don't even know who have these people are who have these people are, but apparently the internet is all in the business, so. Now, you know, being on you, being on YouTube, you know, you know, y'all make sure y'all follow us at Basement Friday Podcast, and you definitely can make sure you follow me at Funk Deli Jones. Help me understand. You know, and you know, help me understand really. But I've, I've seen a lot of these couples, cause especially between, for the last couple of months, you know, I personally don't know these people as well, but I've seen it being on YouTube. You look at like the, the Carmen and Corey, you look at Ken and uh dang, what's her name? Diara or something like that. Yeah. They both DK, DK for life, DK for L, something like that. These are YouTube couples. And guess what? They both got they they both verified YouTube couples. You know, they getting their bag, living in a big house, all these different things coming off of YouTube. And guess what? Both of these couples cheating. Both of them. Both of them. But you know what? YouTube is such a business. You know, and like this, this Ken and DR situation, it's it's still fresh because like this is happened like what was it like last week or the week before? You know what I mean? He he cheated on her with his side chick. And I'm I'm just going through the videos and I'm just hearing everybody dropping the tea on like what's going on. And everybody, all you see in the comments is, oh, she need to leave him. She could do so much better. This girl is gorgeous as ever. But let's be real. You think she's gonna leave? She, you think she's gonna leave him? Nope. Why? Because their money is a package deal. That's yeah. what it, their money is a package deal. Like people want to see the YouTube couple. Granted, I think she's already verified on Instagram, so she can already make her own money doing that. However, her name came from that YouTube couple. So if they essentially break up, it's going to be kind of like a. And you know, I think they, as far as management is concerned, they're managed as a package deal. So yeah. They're probably, they probably look at it as, look, I know y'all got y'all problems right now, but to keep the check rolling in, y'all want to make this work. Or at least pretend like it's about to work. Mm-hmm. And again, it's all because of what? It's because of money at the end of the day. So that's why I say, like, keep it pure because with, mo- with money and success comes a lot of issues. It comes with a lot of problems. You know what I mean? If, if, if I if I blow up on YouTube, it's not gonna be if it's gonna be when, you know. That's speaking to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. But that's when right. I keep putting in a lot of work, and if I get a girl and we both decide, like, hey, let's start doing some couple vlogs and let's, you know, us at the, a daily day at Target and at the grocery store, and you know, people start like, oh, you know, this couple's so beautiful. Then you see the number, you see the numbers start to go up, subscribers start to go up. Next thing you know, we we bring in we bring in money off every episode. You already know here comes the temptation. 
All because again, they were like, because some people, some people, whether it's guys, whether it's females, it's both. Some people live off of, of breaking up relationships. You know what I mean? Some guys and some females live off that. Like they wanna, they wanna, they wanna get in your tip, they wanna tip you just because they know they can. Mm-hmm. And you got you got weak minded, you got weak minded guys, you got weak minded uh, uh girls that fall for it. They just be like, I mean, you know what I mean, have a little something on the side. But I forgot. And before I toss back to my Aaron, I forgot the way that the way that the world is nowadays, and I don't personally agree with it, I personally don't understand it. It seemed like cheating is the norm, cheating is the standard nowadays. People look at it as you know, a little cheating don't hurt now every now and then. What? Help me. <laughs> Help me. Help me understand. Talk to him, brother. Help. Mr. Yeah. Mendoza, help me. Like, I just want to follow up on, you know, why it works. And I know that you say keep it pure, keep it honest, which means be transparent. But when it comes to YouTube and TV shows and famous couples, when it comes to transparency, uh, Unless you're Jay-Z and Beyonce, it's not going to work. It's not going to get the views. People are going to see you like everybody else and be like, oh, I ain't watching this. But when you're Jay-Z and Beyonce, you can uh, monetize your issues. You can monetize your troubles. You can monetize what's going on in your relationship. Until you get to that point, you're going to make sure you put up the good picture. You know, you don't really want that much behind the scenes of you guys arguing because you got to make money off of the off of women's Disneyland fantasy, which almost every girl grows up with this Disneyland princess fantasy where she's going to find a prince and he's going to rescue her and live happily ever after all things like that. But just like that, it's not a reality. It's not real. I personally know couples where you, you do too. You can vouch for this and people listen to where they get on social media and they put this image up of them being successful, they traveling together, they're doing this and doing that. They're so happy. You see in the comments, oh, I'm so happy for you. I wish I could be like y'all. Y'all got it. Y'all the bomb. Y'all this and that. But you know the behind the scenes of this couple. You know that everything ain't sunshine and roses. You know that they find a lot. They're going through issues. They have personal dirt. But because they don't put it on social media, everybody presumes that everything's all fine. And what that does is that makes you realize everybody's just normal people. You know, this person, DR, Ken, uh, anybody else are no different than anybody else. It's just like they might have a little more money or do a little more than the average person, but they're still a couple. They may fall into temptation. They may not. But this, this question I wanted to ask you, right, which you alluded to it right now, if you were to meet somebody and you're already being on YouTube. Would you do the uh, couples thing? Um, I would say I would say yes, because it just it, it to me it just branches out into a new avenue of like followers. You know what I mean? You know, because again, that's what YouTube is. YouTube is, is is business. So of course, I'll just be like, all right. Well, I'm if I'm already a solo act by myself, why not? Why not bring my? Why not bring the girl? Especially if the relationship is established. If it's just a girl you met for two months, hell no. But yeah, if it's a girl that you've been dating for like probably a year or two, and you know everything is going well, 
I'm like, I'm like, how you feel? How do you feel about? You know, you just ask me, how do, like, how do you feel about doing like the YouTube couple thing? I mean, with me and social media, and I guess this is why you know I'm not, you know, my progress is a, is taking a little bit longer is because I had to tell my cousin the same. I had to tell my little cousin the same thing is because they was like they don't use social media because it's too much drama on social media. Drama sells on social media. You know, man, I, I don't I don't get on social media to preach drama. As a, I try to keep it as light, funny, and positive as, as possible. But at the end of the day, if I were to do the couples things, I, I would want to keep it light, peaceful, and, and positive. And if that don't sell, then, you know, it, it is what it is. But I would definitely try to do the couples things because it just branches out into a new avenue of followers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, it's just a new avenue. You know, it's a new lane. You know what I mean? To 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 explore, you know, and I'm all about exploring new opportunities and new things to do. You know, if it, if it goes well, hey, that works out for the both of us because now, you know, I'm I'm getting I'm getting a check, she getting a check. You know, if we if we blow up off of it, we we might get verified on Instagram. That's another check, and that's another check for her as well. You know, the basement Friday gets gets signed as well, but you know. We already signed, but I ain't gonna, you know, I we not gonna speak about that. <laughs> they gonna be like, sign who? Don't worry about it. We our own independent contractors around here. But I mean, it's just business for everybody, man. That's how I look at it, though. I I think for me to answer that question, I would be, I would be one of those people who just just a background. Like, if my girl wanted to do it. I'm not going to be like, no, I don't like being in front of cameras. Like I'm a private person, you know, mm-hmm. in all aspects of my life. Like I, I, I use social media and things like that, but all for of social media, I'm a very private person. So if it were, there are social media couples to where the girl does all the work and stuff like that. But the guy, you don't really see him unless he's in the videos and you don't really see him unless he he's doing something with his girl so for me i'll be that type of guy where like i'm not making my own channel like i'm gonna do this for my girl i'm gonna do that for my girl because for me that kind of sacrifices my privacy and we could talk about the the way relationships are but that doesn't dictate how all relationships are but if you look at the average relationship it's fickle you know six months you with this person you with this person you with this person it's a youtuber out there who had like six seven different girls i forgot his name who has six seven different girls within a year it's like i thought you were with this person now you're with this person and the way relationships are and all that drama and it just think of it as like a hollywood couple you know like being in front of the screen and your relationship is so front page and sensationalized and everything's out there and you're trying to figure out what's going on in your relationship and you have millions of people who don't know you personally trying to tell you how to run your relationship. So for me, uh, I would let my girl, you know, put me on camera. I just put it like that. But as far as doing like, if she wanted me to do my own channel, no, but I will be on her channel. So yeah, that's, basically, that's basically what I say. I can respect that. I can dig it. I can dig it. And this, this is what I always tell people. Right. I like I applaud, I applaud, you know, I applaud like new couples, I applaud social media, 
And even if you look, you can look at like Jay-Z and Beyonce as well, because Jay-Z and Beyonce, like Barack and, well, you know, Barack and, and Michelle, they kind of got a different blueprint because they, they ran the whole country. But <laughs> literally, I know they ran the whole country, <laughs> but no, it's just I, I tell people, I tell people, you know, with social media, because social media is a business. And, yeah. and a lot of people look at social media as as just fun. Social media is a business. So I can definitely understand why, like why people want to do the couples thing on social media. Like when you look at when you get on like TikTok, prime example. And you you see a lot of couple you see a lot of couples skit you see a lot of like couples reenacting scenes you see a lot of couples dancing most of the time that's part of the girls I did because if you look and get on TikTok most of the dances are made for females anyway but some of the couple stuff you can tell that's mostly and again it 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 boosts it boosts your profile because a lot of people a lot of people take it as like well instead of just being solo how about we do we do the couples thing. Now, granted, I know that my man Aaron, as an individual, he's not on YouTube like I am. So that's what I said. Like he said he won't create a page for myself because I already do work on YouTube as a as a, a solo person myself. You know, I would just let her hop on. Now, if, if she want if she wants to start a page and mm-hmm. and she wants to do most of the couple stuff on her page. That's still gonna bring in uh like views and stuff for me on mine anyway, because everybody know who I am. That's cool. I ain't gonna beef with that. If she wanna hop on mine, that's cool. I ain't gonna beef with that either way. You know, but you gotta learn, you gotta learn to you gotta learn how to still separate, you know, I me, mean? you gotta learn how to separate the like my man said, everybody's telling you like you should do this and you should do this type of video and you should do that. No, it's 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 gonna be done our way. It's gonna be done how we like it. If you don't like it, I don't care. I can care less. Right. This is what we're this is what we're gonna do. Because the most like you look at couples like Beyonce and Jay-Z, what makes their makes their relationship as powerful as it is, you know, even though I know he cheated with Becky with the good hair. Hey. Jade, it was a hard knock life. <laughs> it was a hard knock life. No, but no, it, what what keeps what keeps their their relationship so powerful is because again, Jay Z and Beyonce by themselves are stars. As a couple, it, it bring it just brings in revenue by itself. Like Jay Z and Beyonce is a business by itself. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so that's why I always look at social media. I was like, if, if this is the route that you want to go from a business standpoint, me being a businessman myself, I can definitely dig it. I can respect it personally. You just got to learn how to, you got to learn how to play the Jay-Z and Beyonce role and just not let everybody dictate your next move. Yeah. That's all that everybody everybody want to be like Jay-Z and Beyonce, but they don't follow Jay-Z and Beyonce blueprint. And that's and that's the the media can say because again Jay Z billions of fans Beyonce billions of fans you think Beyonce ain't got people telling her you and Jay should do this type of photo shoot or you and Beyonce should do this they probably look at it like hell no we gonna we gonna do what we wanna do and it works so I was like y'all need to take a page out of their book and and roll with it like that 
Yeah, basically for me, at the end of the day, I just tell people, uh, you just you just got to roll with the punches. Whatever decision you do, whether you want to be on camera or you don't want to be on camera, you want to do the couple of things you don't, uh, relationships are going to be what they are. Make sure both partners are cool with it. You know, if you want to do the YouTube thing, make sure both partners are one partner. Try to find a balance to where you don't make them uncomfortable. And if you're if you uh, if you're going to do this YouTube thing, learn to separate the two. Learn to separate real life from what you show on the camera. And just remember, relationships are going to be what they are. Uh, you might be on camera and you know you date this person and it doesn't work out. It happens in real life. And then you end up with this person. People might say this and that, but hey, just tell them, hey, it happens in real life. Where like you can have a YouTube channel for five years and you got like three different people. And by your third date, by your third boyfriend, girlfriend, you finally got it right. You end up getting married and things like that. So I think that's the cool thing. What you were going uh, saying, uh, what you were saying, keep it pure. I think that's a good example. Excuse me, laugh. Uh, that's a good example of keeping it pure, you know. Sometimes you don't get it right the first, second time, but the third time you get married, your your viewers, your subscribers going to be so happy looking at you. You you having that baby. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The internet blowing up because y'all having a baby, but it's just a testament to real life. So whether you're on camera or you're not, do the relationship the right way. Just do it. Give a hundred percent. That's all I'm saying. I, I, he he took he he closed it out beautiful. I don't think I need to say too. I don't need to say too much more at this point. But the only thing I like I said, like my man said, like I said, you you learn like I, I get I get the the whole drama aspect of it. You know I understand I want to keep it love and hip hop and all that type of vibe and all that. That's cool because you already know it. And because in the, in the a generation that we live in now. You you want to stay relevant as much as possible. So if that means you you gotta have a little drama, you gotta be in a little bit of a controversy to keep your name relevant. And I I personally don't agree with that. But at the end of the day, like I said, if you wanna if you if you wanna do the YouTube thing as a business, you know what I mean? And, and from a business standpoint, you know, what I mean, learn how learn how to separate the two, learn how to understanding from a business aspect where it's just like, this is what we're going to show on camera. This is what we're not going to show on camera. You know, man, like my man said, give the world, give the world what you want them to see and not the world what they're expecting to see. Right. It's two different things. You got to learn how to separate the two. I just, I just want to give a quick shout out to Dwayne and Jazz, DMV Zone. Uh, they're not really a YouTube couple, but they're a couple who's on YouTube. So, I like to call them that. Check out the gameplays when they play games. But other than that, you know, unless you got something else to say. I'm going to say it like this. This is my final words. If the days <laughs> of Friday ever have a charity fight, I will probably lose. Because I know, I know Mr. Producer over here going to cheat. He going to trip me up and let my hair knock me out, though. <laughs> he going to be like, he like, whoops. I'll be like, Hey, look, no, no, no. It's going to be between you and the producer because you got a lot of beef with him. Oh, I, oh me and the, hey, producer. I, I'm the ref. 
Hey, Mr. Producer, <laughs> we just said this up. Hey, look, you got that bone to pick with him. The best place to put it is in the ring. On YouTube. <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> hey, get your wallets, get your credit cards, get your Apple Pay ready. We're making this fight happen <laughs> live. <laughs> You know, man, it's gonna happen. Not, not no, no time soon. But it's gonna, <laughs> me, me producer, we got some issues to, to solve out. Oh I mean, man, I'm mean, playing. We love, we we love the producer. Man. All, all love to the producer. We love the producer, even though he's an asshole sometimes. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man. Ooh, nah, no. it's your boy Aaron Fornicetti. It's your man, Fogan Deli Jones, man. And don't, before he hurts the producer, let's get up out of here. We are out of here. He's coming. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>